on wages and prices and property. Now, I know there are some people who say that this isn't any business of the president of the United States. All right, guys, welcome back to a new episode of Two Moms, One Mike. I am Tania. I'm Desiree. And we are going to do a continuation of our birth stories that we did last week. We're, we're well, uh, last off from where you were talking. Mm. It was about your baby being small and stuff. But mine was different. So I was working with kids my whole life, mm-hmm. basically, surrounded by kids. I did nannying, babysitting, uh, tutoring. You name it. I was around kids. Even in school, like, I did teaching as a profession, early child education. So I was just around kids a lot. So then when I had my own, it wasn't the problem that I, like, I couldn't take care of her. It was more like, like, I know what to do. But it was more like, the obligation. dang, I got to I gotta take care of you for the rest right. of my life. Like, <laughs> I can't give you back. I think that's what it is, too, because I'm, I'm definitely not as experienced with kids as you are, but I'm sorry. I, you're fine. I I definitely had to. Like, it's just the fact. Like I can't hand you back to your mother. Like I'm the mother. Like, but even <laughs> now I've been talking to him. It's like, bro, where is your mother? Then I'm like, girl, you're the mother. That's that was just mainly like one of the hardest parts. Like at a certain point, that was the hardest parts. But in the beginning, it was like not feeling like that bond was there. Uh, just feeling like. I was forcing it or something mm-hmm. like, or just like, I don't know why I convinced myself that I didn't know what I was doing when I'm not doing it's job. pretty, it's pretty cookie cutter. Like being a parent, it's just the emotional part that I would say is the hard, but like feeding a kid, clothing the kid. That's the easiest part. I do agree with that. That's I feel like, part. I feel like when people think about young parents having kids, they really think about it like the financial aspect Mm -hmm. but I feel like if you're financially aware and everything and you're setting yourself up I mean hey things happen and it's so much more not saying that you shouldn't you know I'm saying be financially stable at least when you have a kid but it's so much more that goes into producing a functioning member of society literally like it's not just we popping out babies and yeah. oh all of a sudden they're their own person no you have to you you have have to to nurture that person you have to build that person up like Mm -hmm. Literally form them into an upstanding citizen in society. It's literally like you're the product of your environment. Mm-hmm. And like noticing that, like even when I hear your product, you're a product of your own environment, it's like I can see that right. like within myself. So it's like the way you see, your, you already see how vocal Ava is, first of all. That's just because I be constantly talking to her. Mm-hmm. Like I literally have the most randomest conversation with her. I'm just like, oh, really? Yeah, that's cool. Right. What, what about that? And, like, I point to some random thing. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. And then she answers. Like, right. it's so cool. And then she'll sometimes tell me no. I'm like, mm-hmm. it's just so cool to see your your baby absorb the world and, like, grow up. I feel like not enough people talk about that. It's so, I don't know how to describe it. It just make, it makes you not only feel good as a parent, but it's just like, ugh. Like they're their own person. It's pretty surreal. Yeah, it's like, surreal. It's I like, it like, like June, like, he's not... To the point of like talking as much as Ava, but he'll he say like, vocal. "Hi, yeah," and like, "Mama, Dada." He's saying "Mama" now. Mm-hmm. Oh, you was so it's mad. More like a, it's more like a na na mama, like Aww. like with a little lisp. But it's how like, fuck it, Mama. Okay, I'll take it. <laughs> but even now, like like he does his own thing, like crawling around, trying to stand, like moving around. Like hey, that boy, a track star. For sometimes, real. like I just be looking, I'm like. You're playing with toys. 
This is a couple months ago. You wasn't able to do nothing. You wasn't able to sit up. You wasn't able to roll over. You wasn't able to do nothing. You was just on your back crying. <laughs> and surprisingly, he cried a lot less. Well, okay, because you know, June used to cry a lot. But now he's gotten better. But before, I don't know what it is. Like, when he was first born, he was just sleep, like most newborns. But then, like, I would say after he got his first set of vaccines, he just took a turn. Like... I don't mm. I don't know what happened. Do you think it's the vaccines? Or I don't do want to get too political, him? but I believe that it probably could have had something to do with it. Yeah. I, maybe it's just like him, but also like the reaction to the vaccines as well. Yeah, because he, um, he wasn't premature, but he was born earlier than mm-hmm. like 40 weeks. He was born at 32 weeks exactly. Oh, wow. So um, that, that could be. He's probably just too young for everything like at the yeah. moment. Like, Oh, that makes a good point. Cause oh, even wow. the milk, the milk. I keep seeing stuff on like Instagram, like ask, like have your ba- was your baby premature and felt cow's milk or you know what I'm saying something like this. You may be entitled to the I hope the fuck on, because <laughs> because he has like it's it's basically like digestive problems that they're talking about. I'm just like he has these problems and like what the fuck. That that's something else I want to talk about. How we're kind of I'm not gonna say forced, but forced to have our children like forced to be induced because they were telling me. They were telling me that June was too little and they was like, you can't carry him to 40 weeks, basically. But they was like, you can carry him into full term, which is 32, 36, 36, 36. Well, that's when he was born, 36 weeks. They was like, you can't carry him past that or something's going to, you know what I'm saying? But I was, and I kept like asking like, why, why, why? They could never give me an explanation. It was just like, well, he's just little. Was he Uh, not like, was he breached? Like what's the- Girl, he was fine. He was just, uh, he was just a little baby. So they just like induce you for their convenience? You know, actually that's that's not surprising. I feel like they was just in a rush to get money. And of course you get more money when you're inducing somebody, you're giving them more medicine, you're doing all these things. They're in the hospital And they weren't listening to you on top of that. They weren't listening to me at all. And then we we discussed that in a previous episode about how they don't really, you know what I'm saying, our voices aren't heard in the medical field, especially as black women. No. And we actually, we got a lot of feedback off of that content in mm-hmm. particular. And I really want to touch bases on that. Like, I don't know. I just feel like the more and more, like, I'm aware of things and, like, the longer I've been a mother, it's like I kind of realize, like, how much, like, fucked up shit. I've went through in the me- with the medical side of things, like mm-hmm. being literally forced into having my child when that's not something that I wanted to do. I, w- I was not selfishly, but like I just didn't feel like it was necessary. I was willing to take the risk of keeping him into 40 and weeks I, because I personally, there was nothing wrong with him. I think that's what like doctors hone in on too. Mm-hmm. Like your, your first child and oh, you're also 20. Right. You don't know what you're doing. And I kind of felt that from my doctor, I because I had a black doctor, but I, I did didn't too. feel like I didn't feel like it was a more like a racial thing because mm-hmm. all my nurses were very pleasant, but it was an age thing with me. Right, I felt like they were trying to tell me what to do. But I'm like, dude, I know how to take care of children already. Stop telling me what I already know, and don't tell me don't about tell me. my own body. Exactly, don't tell me what I feel, what doesn't feel right, or what feels good. Like, mm-hmm. don't do that. You. I'm the one in the vulnerable position. Mm-hmm. Like I'm having the baby. You're everyone. All these people are seeing up everything. Like not just. It's just. It's just crazy. I feel like as well. Like one thing that I want to speak on is like 
how I felt ignored, mm-hmm. not not only in the birthing process, but like uh, in the the pregnancy stage, like going to doctor's appointments, expressing concerns about certain things. Oh, that's normal. Oh, if it if it keeps happening, just come back in the week. And of course, they can't they can't give you medicine and do anything like that. But like, I feel like they should have offered, you know what I'm saying, something instead of just sending me on about my way. Because what if something did happen? You know what I'm saying? God forbid, like, what if I did lose my child or whatever the case was? They that would have been on their hands, but of course they wouldn't care. And it's it's kind of sad because the medical field is already, first of all, it's a business. Mm-hmm. That's that's how you have to look at the medical care mm-hmm. system. Yeah, they their purpose is for serving people. By the end of the day, they're a business. They're, so they're, they're serving people to money. put you back in there so they can keep making money. Exactly. So the first thing they're worried about is not the patient. Right. It's not patient based. It's literally money based. How much can I get from this? Like, exactly. How, how much can I tax me? on? If you get guys, if you have a baby ever, go ahead and get an itemized, itemized bills. Mm-hmm. That bill will show you. Oh, four thousand for holding your for skin to skin contact skin with the skin. dad. That's crazy. You gonna charge me for holding my own baby? And if you call them, because my sister literally just did that. She called them, and she was like, uh, "Can I get an itemized bill?" Girl, they bumped her shit down, uh-huh. and then they wouldn't even tell her like what they took off or what was on the bill initially. They wouldn't. They wouldn't tell her that at all. Because they just they just tax random shit. And she's on paying there. out of pocket for her doctor's yeah. visits. Yeah. So no. it's just like yeah, no. What? Her bill, I think it was like 800 and it went down to like one something. Exactly. And it's so drastic too. So if you ever having a baby, go ahead and get that bill because you might be paying, what, how much is it? Costs in America, like it cost me like forty thousand dollars to yeah, have that's, my baby. That's around it. My insurance covered most of most of it. Actually, yeah. I think all of it actually. Yeah, mine did too. But that's still that's a crazy still ridiculous. amount. Actually, it's ridiculous. I think it was a little more. It was maybe like forty five ish because I was I was there so long. But then think think about those babies that have to go to the NICU. Right. Those babies are costing They're at least a hundred thousand dollars right mm-hmm. there. That that's literally not even a down payment on a house. That's more than a down payment on a house. And I feel like I feel like of course they don't care they as in the medical or whoever the fuck is behind this shit. They don't really care about us as people. Like you they said, don't. they look at us as dollar signs. But I feel like just that alone, like you know, children having to be in the NICU and like those medical bills, that starts to make a divide. Between family structures, you it know does. what I'm saying? And I feel like that's that's pretty fucking selfish. But that's just contributing to the system. Because mm-hmm. then you have, I feel like, okay, if the way I look at it, it's just all a system. Right. All of it's just playing the game of the business. Mm-hmm. You know, they're going to keep a certain level of people here and a certain people level here. So if you can pay for it, oh, cool, I'm going to get your money going your sweet way. Right. And, you know, people are not going to worry about it. But then you have other people who are literally stressing about this, didn't know this was going to happen because... You literally don't know when you're right. pregnant and when you have that baby. So many things can happen. So many things can go wrong and you just never know. And so I get like people say, you know, you need to be financially secure and everything. But what about those people who are financially secure and then something happens where their baby has to be in the NICU it's and then something they can't, you can't plan yeah, for? Yeah, exactly. Like, and that's like even having like even becoming pregnant sometimes that's not something that people do or not. Most people don't have kids on, on purpose. purpose. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And even if they aren't taking the necessary precautions or whatever, like that's still 
probably wasn't their intentions. And even then, after you find out you're pregnant, um, it's certain beliefs and certain aspects that go in, goes into your decision of making that baby. Like some people religiously don't believe in abortions or whatever the case may be. That's what I was just going to say. That's so what I was just going like, to tie to because then you see those people who don't want abortion oh. abortions but like first well, of all are you having the baby who's gonna care for who's this gonna baby care? and then the foster care system already fucked up as it is girl i don't want my, I, i'm sorry but why why would i if i don't want a child why would i put myself in a p- position where i have to be there to sacrifice my body my time my mental space to have that baby worry about it afterwards because all your mental you're, you're mentally fucked after right. having a baby right your your brain literally chemically changes and then let me give my baby away. Right. That that works for some people and that's completely okay. And I feel like that But that's not that that should not be a solution to abortions. And even then, because I personally like, especially in like my younger years, I have friends that were in the foster care system and it was like it was pretty, good. It was pretty fucking yeah, bad. It's like bad. And I just feel like there's no real solution. I feel like I stand very strongly, like, on my body, my choice, because, bitch, at the, sorry, getting a little too passionate. At the end of the day, I'm the one, like, this is my life at the end of the day. I'm going to be the one waking up in the middle of the night. I'm going to be making bottles or breastfeeding. That's- I'm going to be the one putting my life on the line, sacrificing everything. Not you, bitch. You and your fucking poster can go to hell. <laughs> like, I don't care. Like, don't tell me. But what's crazy, they don't want to no. listen to science either. So, mind you, I took an edge... Look, guys, I took early child education. I learned how a fetus is literally developed from being a literal egg to an actual baby. The heartbeat develops first. It beats and everything. But it's still a fetus at that point because it's not alive. Mm. It's not alive even if it has a heartbeat. Scientifically speaking, it's Is it consciousness that makes something alive? I feel like it is because the baby, the baby, the fetus doesn't have a nervous system developed they can't feel anything wait let me ask you this they can't feel anything let me ask you this all right go ahead go. <laughs> do you think since a baby you know what i'm saying that's a baby you think if you pushed out that fucking clump of cell somebody gonna go over there and rock it to sleep and feed that's it all what night? i'm like, saying like what what it looks like a, it looks like a clump of you cells. will be literally freaked is. out you will be freaked out if you seen that shit that's you wouldn't call you i, I bet you right now we could put a picture of the uh, actual fetus. fetus like a clump of cells in some bullshit you can literally see you can literally see the difference <laughs> from when it's a fetus to when it's a baby and i consider like the lungs and brain aren't developed until about 20 something weeks mm-hmm. and i didn't know that personally until weeks. i became pregnant like exactly a lot of the things that these children need like eyes and all of this shit like they that's don't develop there. They like, don't develop to way later. It's not there yet. They may have limbs, and even then, they look like little tadpoles. They don't got no arms. They're like, y'all. If y'all look up a baby of a, a picture of a fetus, I say about 16, 18 weeks. It's ugly as hell. It looked like, <laughs> it look like it's a not a baby sh- yet. It's it looked like a little shrimp with a big ass head, and then like don't got no legs, no arms, or do but the arms like this, like, it's like a T Rex. Like you would not like you would not want to take care of that. Like you no. would not call that a baby. And I feel like that that's what crazy that's what's crazy to me because people don't like to take science into their opinions. I'm like, how can you Bro, make an opinion about something if you're not educated? A on lot it? of shit these days. What is, it's just based in religion. Religion it literally and is. And 
But what's crazy is like, oh, I don't agree Politics with it, so, so you shouldn't agree with it. That's right. crazy to and me. And I feel like everybody entitled to their own opinion because I'm not, like, if somebody sat right here and told me, like, oh, I don't believe in abortions, I'm not going to grill you. I'm not going to, no, bitch, not, it's not a baby. I'm going to be like, I respect your decision, but me like, personally, I'm getting rid of that motherfucker. Because personally, like, when I got pregnant, mm-hmm. I didn't want an abortion. Right. Um, When I got pregnant, even though I knew Ava was technically a fetus, like, Girl, there was she, still a connection. It was still a connection because it's just like, oh my god, no, I want this baby. This is my baby. Right. Like, but people who say this is my baby, they truly feel that, and that's valid as fuck. Like, right. that's valid. But to sit here and say, oh no, you need it. You can't have abortions because I don't agree with that. Or no, it's a baby. Scientifically speaking, it's not a baby. It's right. a clump of cells. Personally, people can feel like it's a baby because. They're the ones connecting with it. They're the ones that feel it. They're the ones who are experiencing those emotions. Right. But on, on an outsider's perspective, girl, Fuck what you. baby is that? <laughs> That's a clump of cells. Right. But and I'm the person, like, I'm all for abortions, but personally, I wouldn't get one. Like, I don't. Yeah, And that's just because I'm, I'm emotionally weak. Exactly. I'm not even going to lie. I put it all out there, y'all. I'm a fucking, I'm a sensitive. I'm a crybaby. I'm all of that. I feel like we're going to cry on this episode at one point. Like, on an episode at one point. I, I don't know, plan I on doing that. But I feel like I, I will. <laughs> but, like, yeah, we probably will. I'm not going to lie. But I just feel like I am for, I'm for. I'm for the women. I'm for, I'm for self I'm for I'm for self advocation. I'm from I'm for just knowing what you want. I don't really give a fuck what like whether you're gay, straight, orange, purple, green. I don't care. Like I'm not going home with you. I'm not in your body. I'm not experiencing your experiences. I don't care. But I'm also a person to where I I I care. You care enough, show, but not care. To, I show sympathy to, yeah. to your mm-hmm. to your situation, but I'm not gonna take that home with me and be like, "This bitch got a fucking abortion." <laughs> I can't believe it. Like that's not my baby. I don't give. I'm not the pappy. Okay, I'm not no, the pappy. Literally, because even like like stigmas within being young parents and stuff. Mm-hmm. But then you don't want to have you don't want to have abortions available, and then you mad about that. You can have an abortion at any age. Did you see that we um? They they took back the six week thing. Now we can have. Uh, is it eighteen weeks though? I don't know because I'm not be really interested in abortions right now, so I haven't looked it up. But I think it went up to twenty something weeks actually. In I think it used to be twenty weeks before they changed it. But I'm not sure. Look, all I know is that look, all I know is that look, if if like everyone, if the whole like nation, mm. they're like, you can't have no abortion, girl. I'm not gonna be in this country, girl. <laughs> Nah, I ain't gonna leave the country, girl. I'm gonna do that shit at home. <laughs> I'm gonna do that shit at home. No, no, we're Abortions not. Abortions pro- by Keisha. No, we're not <laughs> promoting that. I'm just that's, kidding. That's what that, that's, that's, but that's, that's what reality. it's gonna lead to. That's like you reality. take you take these things away from people, and they're it, gonna and it, find solutions. It opens doors for harmful solutions, more deadly solutions. There's children that's literally out here. What they want, though. There's children. Yeah. <laughs> that's literally what <laughs> they want. There's literally like children in elementary school getting. S aid and all of these different things who can't okay. get rid of their I'm children. I'm gonna say something like out of pocket. Please don't get offended. Like this is just general. Like I'm gonna say something out of pocket. Girl, this whole shit is out of pocket. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so kind of my thing. I feel like you know how like white people are kind of becoming the minority. Okay. Yeah. Okay. In a certain way. I didn't know what was going here. Okay, I'm listening. <laughs> I'm following. I feel like I feel like because <laughs> I feel like they're pushing this abortion stuff. Uh huh. It's because not a lot of people are having, like, white babies. Yeah. That's what I feel like. Yeah. 
Do you feel like I that too? I wholeheartedly agree with that. Like, no lie, I agree with that. I agree with like, cause, I, cause everyone, everyone's becoming some type of mixture. Mm-hmm. No, the, 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 okay. <laughs> Sorry. But like, I, 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 <laughs> I agree. I agree. I agree. I agree. We not, we not gonna go too deep. We're not trying guys. to get canceled before we get to where we need to be. So we gonna just. We just gonna stop we just it keeping right it real, there. okay, guys. <laughs> we just gonna stop it right there, y'all. Um, thanks for tuning in to this very, very, very interesting episode <laughs> of Two Moms One Mike. I am Tania. I'm Desiree. And Mike Drop. See you next week. <laughs>